Welcome back to another edition of Life with Hula, the podcast. Hi, my name is Hula, and this is my podcast. You are here, episode number two, season number eight. And man, we kicked off the year with a bang. I'll tell you that much. Um, For those of you that have reached out and have given me your prayers and your your positivity thank you so much um i have some updates in regards to that and yeah if you're a new listener to the show thank you for tuning in to life with hula um i am a guy living in san diego he used to be in the radio business and ended up losing the job last year but continued on having a podcast where i'm sharing my life with you and just sharing basically everything i do um just because i was so used to doing it for over 19 years and hopefully this is a way for you to, I don't know, maybe relate to the situation that's going on. I know a lot of you have related to a bunch of stories I had when I was in the radio business, and I know a lot of you have continued to relate to the stories I bring up on a day-to-day basis um, on this podcast. So thank you very much for joining and for sticking around and for being here. Um, again, appreciate those of you that got me to podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. Um, you got me to the top five, and if you want to vote for me, you can do so. Again, podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. And if you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can do so by searching it on Facebook, Life with Hula, the podcast. Um, so yeah, today is a great day for my family because of the fact that um, I mentioned in yesterday's podcast that my daughter... My youngest one, Braylon, who is six years old and has an intellectual disability, um, basically uh, went to the dentist and she had some procedures done. So, as I mentioned in yesterday's podcast, she originally had to uh, we you know we were told she had seven eight cavities and she had to get them extracted. We didn't want to do that, so we decided to get a second opinion, which we did, and the second opinion. Um, I'll call them out. They're called the super dentist here in Escondido. They told us that she wouldn't need to have those that, that many extractions. And our best bet is to get them either, you know, capped, get a crown or fillings, um, and also maybe one tooth extraction. So yesterday, my wife um, took my daughter to the dentist. Unfortunately, we both couldn't go because of COVID. Um, they only allowed one parent to be there. So I was home with my oldest daughter and it really sucks especially if you know your daughter's going through procedure and I know a lot of people are like dude your daughter just went to the dentist but what you don't understand or if you if you haven't heard this podcast before um, my daughter has an intellectual disability she really uh, is delayed with a lot of her life Um, as a matter of fact she's six and we still potty train her you know there's a lot of things that we have to go through as a parent especially if you have a a child who has a a disability in general, but with my daughter's intellectual disability, it's it's been uh, definitely something my wife and I have to you know deal with on a daily daily basis. Um, and it's different, you know. There's not there's not really I don't know for lack of a better word a handbook on how to deal with a child that has an intellectual disability because it varies. A lot of child, a lot of parents that I've talked to that have children that have an intellectual disability, you know, like I said, it's just the fact that they're delayed with things. So some parents they tell me that their child was potty trained at five. Some of them say they're trained at twelve. It all just depends. There's no standard. Um, there's things she does that other 
children who have an intellectual disability don't do. And there's things that she does that those children, you know, don't do. So it's just, uh, you know, something we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. So her going in to get Dennis work done is always any, well, any work for her. My wife and I are always really nervous. We're always, you know, I mean, every parent is that way. But especially with uh, my daughter, because she can't verbalize how she's feeling. She can't say, I'm scared. Um, she can't say, I'm in pain. She just doesn't have that ability to. Um, all she really does is is she cries or she screams or she, she you know, she communicate, communicates in other ways, but she doesn't really verbalize, I am scared. I am nervous. So it causes my wife and I to kind of, just anticipate what she's thinking or like kind of assuming what she's thinking. So it gets my wife and I just a bundle of nerves. So again, for those of you that reached out and sent your positivity and your prayers, thank you so much. It really helped my wife and I. I did stay at home, just waited by the phone to hear what uh, my wife would text me. They had to go in. Um, at, they had to be at the dentist office by 630 in the morning to check in. Then... Um, they sedated my daughter. My wife had to do paperwork and stuff. So by the time they sedated my daughter and put her under, um, she had to be put under local anesthesia. Um, and there was a doctor there. They had an IV and everything. Um, she, it was about an hour later. So by 7.30, she was going into her procedure. First, they took x-rays to make sure. Um, and then uh, they said the procedures would take about two to four hours. So my wife had to wait in the waiting room. She's going to be in the room with my daughter, which makes sense. And I know knowing my wife, she was probably a ball of nerves. She was probably upset. She, um, you know, she kept texting me like, here's what's up. You know, here's what's going on. Um, the dentist luckily kept coming out and saying that Braylon was doing well. She was doing good throughout the whole entire procedure. Um, they did say that it looks like uh, one tooth would need to be extracted. And that one tooth was already hanging. It was already loose. And the other tooth was kind of coming in to set in, but it wasn't really pushing out that tooth. So since it was already on its way out, they kind of helped her and extracted that tooth for her. They realized also that um, a bunch of fillings really wouldn't help. So what they ended up doing is they capped the tooth. So she got a bunch of caps, uh, crowns. She got a a couple of fillings, um, but the the whole procedure went really well. It went as best as, as as expected or even better. So now it's, I think, probably close to 11 o'clock, 11.30 in the morning, and my wife texts me, hey, we're on our way home, and I have to tell you, my daughter is screaming. So she calls me as this is happening, and I can hear in the background, my daughter is just going nuts. And my wife said she just woke up. She is just she had to be restrained in the wheelchair like on the way out she was screaming to the top of her lungs everybody was looking she just wouldn't it was as if somebody was basically for lack of a better word strangling her so she was screaming shouting yelling finally got her to the car and she just wouldn't stop my wife said from the whole ride from uh, carmel valley if you if you know the area it's about 20 minutes away from my from Escondido. Um, the whole ride, my daughter was just screaming and yelling. So by the time they got back to the house, 
Um, I went to go grab my daughter and she had the most serious meltdown I've ever seen in my life. Um, she, you could tell she was still out of it. You could tell that she didn't know what to feel. Like, I almost feel like her being under the anesthesia as it was wearing off, it caused her to be confused. It caused her to be angry. It caused her, she had to be in some sort of pain. She was also groggy. She was also, um, confused. She was tired, you know, all these emotions coming at once and her brain just wasn't just by looking at her, her brain wasn't firing off where she was. I mean, she literally was just had the worst tantrum ever. So I picked her up and this girl's strong. Like she must have gained super strength because she was just breaking um, free from my grasps and she was just dead weight and but screaming and yelling and just I mean, if she could speak, she probably was cursing my name. Um, so I got her into the house and like I said, for literally a, a good hour, she continued melting down. She, there was no way to calm her down. Um, she was rolling around. She was throwing herself on the ground. She was throwing things all over the house. She was just being very aggressive and really it took me and my wife by surprise and we really didn't know what to do like it was such a different side of her it was like you really seriously unleashed the hulk like she went into crazy tantrum hulk mode i guess is the best way to describe it where she wasn't even thinking clearly and she kept throwing things on the ground throwing slamming herself on the ground I mean, almost to the point where I had to hold her because I was afraid she was going to throw her head back onto a coffee table or throw her head back onto um, the ground very, you know, and cause injury to herself. So like I said, it took about an hour for her to finally calm down. As she calmed down, you can tell she was kind of getting her bearings again. And she ended up just chilling with my wife the whole time. She stayed calm. I mean, well, she didn't stay calm, but she she literally didn't talk. Um, I would check in on her every once in a while, and she would just be like, mm-hmm, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. You, like, you almost couldn't really speak to her because I feel like she still had some sort of grogginess to her, and she slept for the most part. Today, she literally slept on and off um, while my wife sat on the couch, and she mostly wanted mommy, which makes sense. You know, it is what it is. And so that's kind of what, what ended up happening. But long story short, I mean, well, for, for what it's worth, um, thank you to everybody who reached out. Like I said, it was kind of a crazy experience, mostly crazy for my wife. Um, I got to see the aftermath. And, and for those that have children that have a, a disability or are, you know, in that category um, that have some sort of, you know, disability they have to deal with it's crazy when you can't under you when they can't communicate to you and they're going through something and, and that was really tough today to see that she just completely hulked out and uh yeah it, i don't want her ever to go under again it's just insane and so talk about a crazy time but again thank you to everybody who reached out thank you to for everybody's prayers and positivity and uh for just you know just even you know just saying you got it you it's good everything's gonna be good it, it ended up being good she's fine now 
Um, and hopefully, you know, we'll take it day by day. We'll see what happens, you know, today. Because today, you know, she'll be off of any medication. She'll be off of the anesthesia because she slept it off. So we'll see fully how, if she's in any pain today. Um, there may be a situation where I, I may have to call in sick to my current job right now, which is fine. I mean, I'm here to take care of my kids. So if that's the case, then, then I will do that. But yeah, thank you again to everybody who reached out. I appreciate you. Um, so yeah, that's the saga of Braylon and her, her teeth and her surgery. So we will, you know, if there's any new updates, I'll let you guys know about it. But again, thank you guys for, for those that reached out and for those who are continually reaching out and, and I appreciate you. So in other news, we're going to move on from that story. Um, we're going to talk about something that I've really become obsessed with um, over the break. And I am still not done. I'm still kind of obsessed with it um, to the point where I'm telling everybody I know that they need to watch this certain show. And I'm surprised. No, I'm not actually surprised that I jumped on it late, but... I'm glad that I'm on it now and I got to binge watch a lot of it yesterday while my daughter was dealing with her teeth and stuff. Um, but over the holiday break, I really became obsessed with Cobra Kai. Now, for those that don't know, if you have never seen the Karate Kid um, movies, the trilogies, I remember the first one like amazing, great. Second one, I remember, great. Third one, I don't really remember. I vividly remember it, but I don't think it was any good. Um, but it was, you know, your classic good versus evil, you know, Danny LaRusso played by Ralph Macchio, um, had a sensei, Pat Morita, AKA, uh, Mr. Miyagi. And, you know, this karate kid was the good side and he had to go against the forces of evil, Cobra Kai, um, and others. Well, anyways, um, there, the, you know, that, that was almost like, it felt like over 30 years ago. No, it was in the eighties. Yeah. Oh gosh, 80. Yeah. Almost 80, 90. Yeah. Almost 30 years ago that that movie came out. That's crazy. Well, the, a bunch of new people from, uh, YouTube actually, I think is when they first started, they, these writers, uh, brought the show back and they brought, um, Johnny Lawrence character, the bad guy from Cardi one, Karate Kid 1, um, played by w a William Zebka, Zebka, whatever, however you say his last name. Anyways, um, they brought him back, and the show is a brilliant show. It's phenomenal. If you're not on Cobra Kai, you have to be on Cobra Kai. It's awesome, especially if you're a Gen X kid, because you remember Karate Kid. You remember how this little skinny uh, kid from Reseda – Ralph Macchio, Danny LaRusso, um, ended up becoming this karate master. Well, now Cobra Kai takes the vantage point, the point of view from Johnny Lawrence, um, immediately, like 30 years after the fight and how his life changed. And, and it's kind of a redemption story for Johnny Lawrence. Um, it's a brilliant show because it's, it does star again, Danny LaRusso, Ralph Macchio's in it. Um, it has, um, Ralph married with kids and, uh, it shows, uh, Johnny Lawrence and he's trying to open up, um, Cobra Kai again. And it's great because you, it's almost, it's a redemption story for Johnny Lawrence. And it's, it's basically the point of view where in Karate Kid, you kind of hated Johnny because Johnny was kind of a jerk. 
But then you get to learn more about Johnny Lawrence and the character and his backstory and why he became who he was today. And you kind of feel for him. There's times where the writing is brilliant that it flips the script on everything and it makes you root for Johnny and it makes you hate the Karate Kid. It makes you hate Danny LaRusso. It's really, really amazing. And it it kind of got me thinking about life in general because there's those times when you're dealing with people in your life that, you know, you may not get along with or whatever. And you have to remember there's always two sides to the story. There's always um, somebody else's point of view. You know, you see it one way and you may not see it the you see it your way and you feel it your way is the right way, but and you think that the other person's way is wrong, but you don't ever see the other person's perspective. And this show allows you to see both sides. So it allows you to remember the Karate Kid if you watch the Karate Kid and you how much you dislike Johnny Lawrence to the point where it flips it for you and it makes you confused and it makes you go, oh my gosh, no, Johnny was right to do what he did. Um, so it's insane. If you haven't gotten on the show, luckily it left YouTube or I don't know what happened, but uh, the show, uh, it had two seasons. It ended up starting its third season this weekend and it moved to Netflix. So if you have Netflix, you need to watch Cobra Kai. It's an amazing show. It is great. It will make you remember uh, Karate Kid, but it'll also uh, make you become a fan of these old characters that you grew to love. And I will tell you that I'm not finished with season three, but I've already taken a deep dive. Like I have watched um, interviews with the cast. I've watched reunion episodes. If you're not watching, I I brought on this um, a while back, but Josh Gad does this amazing thing on YouTube. Um, It's called uh, Reunited Apart, where he gathers a bunch of um, actors who were in movies like he did a Back to the Future Reunited Apart. He did, um, what else did he do? He basically reunites a bunch of movies um, and and people from these movies and and some of his favorite movies. Goonies. He brought back the Goonies. Um, He – the cast of the Goonies. He's brought back a bunch of different casts and he's reunited them via Zoom and he just interviews them and talks about, you know, when they were there. And he did a reunited apart with the cast of Karate Kid, Karate Kid 1, Karate Kid 2, Karate Kid 3, and Cobra Kai, uh, the cast of Cobra Kai. So if you haven't got a chance to see that, you need to search um, YouTube and look up reunited apart with, uh, with Josh Gad with the Karate Kid episode. It's awesome. Anyways, that's just my recommendation. If you're not watching Cobra Kai or if you've waited to watch Cobra Kai, watch it. Uh, My brother told me about it and I was like, okay, finally I'll watch it. He told me this over the holidays and I finally saw it over the weekend and I'm not done yet, but I love it. So yeah, if there's other shows you guys think I should binge watch, let me know. I mean, I really got into Schitt's Creek. That was a great show. Um, I watched Kim's Convenience Store, which is on Netflix as well. Got into Cobra Kai on Cobra Kai still. But I know there's more shows out there. And I know I definitely want to watch, <laughs> binge watch a lot more shows. I hope they bring a lot more shows back. They need to bring a lot more shows or movies and turn them into shows like they've done with Cobra Kai. This is brilliant. Anyways, I think I'm going to end it on that note. Um... If you are wanting to follow me on social media, you can do so by searching Hula SD, H-U-L-A-S-D. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, and all of those other social media platforms. Thank you again for tuning in to um, Life with Hula. Um, you can also uh, vote um, for my podcast, uh, podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. 
Um, and you can listen to me. I mean, you're obviously listening somehow, um, whether you clicked it off of my Facebook page. But you can also find this on Spotify, on iHeart, on iTunes, on Podcast Chaser, on Podbean, on, I mean, such a, so many different podcast platforms. You can find this podcast and hit subscribe. And yeah, we're taking this new approach, talking about my life and bringing up a couple of you know, points of interest as far as like entertainment. If you like the new format, I mean, obviously this is the second day. Let me know. I would love to know your opinion. Stuart, if you're listening, Narissa, if you're listening, um, all the OG folks, uh, Raul, let me know what your thoughts are about uh, the new podcast format. And like I said, I, I'm, I'm very fluid. I, I could always go back to, you know, entertaining you with news reports um, or just talking about my life and things that pop up because um, there's a lot of craziness in my life. I'll tell you that much. So anyways, again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Life with Hula. I really appreciate you. Again, thank you for all the prayers to my daughter. And have yourself a great Tuesday. We'll see you.